Welcome back to Photosynthesis, where we talk to some of India's top photographers and videographers about the art and the business and the passion and the culture of photography in India. Today we have with us Mr. Narayan Swami, who's been doing photography for more than 40 years all over India and all over the world. Hi, Mr. Narayan Swami. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Mr. Vinit. Today's topic comes easy because over 40 years, there's so much that's changed in the world of photography. That is true. And it's a very, like, the, like as we were discussing, the topic came really easy on what to begin with. I want to get deep into film, into digital, what you've seen, how you've seen things change over the last 40 years. How did you begin? Okay. See, the, uh, those days it is films. Mostly, uh, whenever we see a, a newspaper, since I don't do much of wedding or uh, function party photography, I'm more into advertising kind of commercial product. And in that, mostly we shoot for newspapers and those days, newspapers used to be in black and white. So we shoot on black and white films and I I know how to do processing and printing and things like that and then we give the prints to the advertising agency. And slowly it became like color. When the color came in... When did, when did color come in? Color came in 90s, uh, sorry, 70s. But earlier than that, it used to be very uh, not up to the mark. But after 70s, Kodak and Aqua mostly, the world, they were the leaders. Fuji also, they started. So all these three are more commonly used. Especially Kodak, because it's from the US and they had the name called it. The era of Kodak Chrome. What was Kodak Chrome? Monochrome is the same, I told you, it's a positive film. Same like we are negative, it will be a positive but in the negative format. It's good for magazines, color magazines if they want to reproduce. And another thing is, uh, in the films, there is a disadvantage that is called uh, the lighting part. Like when you want your ISO to be, you'll have to buy extra if you are talking about mostly commonly used is 100 ASA or 125 ASA. But if you are going to shoot in a night, then you will have to buy 800 days a film or something like that. So the film is different than what it is to be in digital. I remember, yeah, when I used to buy film, it used to be choose between 100 ASA and 400 ASA, like the most two most commonly available yeah. types. Yes, because we need to uh, increase the, we can't go beyond the uh, pressure opener, like 2 or 2.8. But we need to capture, then we need to, in case, because we cannot get down from the shutter, especially if it is a cricket match or something like that, then we cannot indulge the shutter speed. We yeah. can compensate on the aperture, but then we need to, it's like a triangle group, so ISO you can increase. So we need to change the film accordingly. So there was no ISO button at all on the cameras, it's just depending on what kind of film you use. Yes, we right. need to set it up for each cameras. What, what film you have put in and then you'll have to set on the options. And could you change film like mid-roll? Like if you decide, no, I, I need 100 now, but my the reel I have right now is 400. Yes, but uh, those days that Philip used to be like 36 frames. If you're talking about uh, uh, small cameras. For yeah. video format, it used to be 10 frames or 12 frames. Like Asset Brad, Mamiya RP67, like that. So when you remove it, it is wasted. But if I remove it in the dark room, I can reuse it 
coming back to the same frame and coming to the same frame i'll have to put the ledge cover close to then keep clicking till that print after that i can continue if i really want to but if you change it outside the whole roll is gone no no you can't do that outside you cannot change all the photos what you have taken will be gone thank you okay so that was so 100 is 100 asa and 400 asa was basically the uh the iso settings were there any yes. other settings in film that you had to decide when no, you no, were buying no no the more quite i want to raise here yeah if you buy a film it will be written like asa slash dim in what is that but people know what is that tip okay uh, it's it, it's nothing but equal to asa but you know even today russia is problematic with america or around the world so in zenith cameras you will not get as it's called din only so din has been used by the uk uh, the ussr people after the cold war din is used at that slash 21 if you buy a film yeah asa is written as 100 slash 21 29 that means 21 i must keep in my camera if i am using a zenith camera that is equal to 100 a Oh, okay. And when did Zenith cameras come in? Zenith? Been there from sixties, sir. From the sixties, it's out. Wow, it's mechanical, totally mechanical. Right? There's there's positive film, there's negative film. No, only film we will have to change. One thing is exposure; everything will be the same. So that and all is depends on the lens setting of the exposure. And then, then what changed? So basically, that was the time of Fuji film, Kodak Chrome. Akfa and Akfa yes no so what what was the next major change what what really changed next because this film film era was a long like 70s to 90s right was there any major change before digital came in in my profession i'll tell you uh, advertising field they love to give only if they want to give a, for the client for pitching they they will ask us to do your photograph of, from the book copying and printing for small size size and then we give it for them to stick it in the artwork but after that after the sometime the xerox machines came with color color xerox came yeah. so the all that is gone so slowly that way it was going out fading out but i heard after 90s when the digital came i came to know that in 80s itself digital format has come with kodak but they wanted it didn't put it in the market because that feels in go way so they have been pushing it till now uh, till 90s actually no but in film so tell me how the pro- so if you send if you shoot photos on a negative for let's say yeah. a magazine yeah so if you want to develop them yourselves you are doing that in a dark room but if yeah. you're sending it to the magazine what are you sending are you sending the negative like are you cutting it out and sending it to the magazine no sir it will be transparency shot if i am taking your picture or some model's picture i love to be very perfect with my exposure so when you are talking about this um, transparency film your processing should be perfect then only your exposure will be correct if the processing time is little one minute more you can talk so like that it is so we always shoot one 
negative for uh, checking up, checking up how it is like. That. And after that, giving processing, then we give the other roles because when you are shooting a model or something, you'll be shooting about eight ten roles. I give all the eight ten roles, it will get wasted. Yeah. So first testing, we will give one role to test, and then we tell them one third or two third how to correct it, and then accordingly, they will correct it and then process the rest of the thing. Then we give all the shots to them, to the magazine piece. In transparency format. Because those days, there was no Photoshop. Yeah, they absolutely. Have to print or you cannot adjust the exposure. So we need to be one third, two third, like that we shoot. For one picture, I'll be shooting three frames. And I was working with Mami RP67. And also, I have a large format camera, which is called Sinar. It's supposed to be the world's... Uh, Rolls-Royce car, Rolls-Royce uh, camera. What what made a Rolls-Royce? What made a camera a Rolls-Royce equivalent? That is the expensive camera. What, why would you buy, like what were the best features about it? Uh, the way how you use it. The, uh, you must have seen olden type cameras with a cloth put on top, dark, you know, yeah. velocity cameras. This is also a Bellows camera by which you don't have to, a lot of tunings is not there. It's like a radio tuning. And of course, they have basic, like cars, you know, basic and high-end, like that. Uh, I bought a high-end because the tuning is done like uh, radio tuning. And you'll be very accurate with uh, how you're focusing with your back standard and the front stand. If little bit, one degree off, then it is out of focus. But the sharpness that you get is extraordinary and you can elongate the subject, you can control the subject close-up also like that. Not a it's a very difficult to understand that came off. In the camera it's like elongate the subject how? What does that mean? Uh if I'm shooting a car and if I want to show it it's a more longer car. Yeah. I can make it look longer. And if I want to shorten it, I can shorten it. And if I, if I shoot a tall building, it goes like horizontal, like codicum. In that, I can make it very standard. Today, it is control T in Photoshop. Or like a tilt shift lens, I would think. Something like yes. that? Yes. But those days, no shift lens. You'll have to... Yeah. Mostly, they depend on this camera. Or the architectural parts. So that's interesting. So right right now, if I have if I pick a more expensive camera, I know I'm getting a much better autofocus typically. Yes. Yeah. Faster frame rate, typically. Sharpness, I would think, is more on the lens than on the camera. Like I guess even if I take a basic camera and a great lens, it's more on the lens. What what all features would help you select a camera back then? So one is, for example, the sharpness you're talking about. In the really expensive ones. Every camera mostly had uh, professional cameras. They don't have batteries. I had a, I still have it, Mami RP67, which I can open it in one minute and set it back in one minute. Lenses, wow. back, everything. And you can interchange the backs most days. Even today, because we used to shoot with black and white and chrome films and also color films for the same shot. So we used to have three, four backs such that we change and the lens of the body will be there standing. And uh, the advantages will be like some of the cameras will have the exposure 
on a picture on the lens itself not on the camera camera is just the body yeah and things like that if we are talking about the battery operated ones then the more features it will have that we will be buying according to the price the cameras are sold so being a professional i need to buy the top end that is an interesting question you said the battery operated ones so the others were fully manual there were there was no battery also fm2 camera had both like hybrid we use the battery to give you the exposure alone and yeah. still it will be operating even if there is no battery it will be operating like on fm2 but after that today it is all batteries and uh, you have the battery only you can shoot when i was in dubai mm. and sony introduced different models of camera they gave me sony 717 model in 2001 or 2000 i think to test and give them the report is that a digital camera yes ah. because they wanted to test the digital camera and so they gave me the digital camera to test and give the feedback yeah so i was shooting all the important places of dubai and they paid it, paid it uh, for me also and i gave them all the photographs of this and it is hardly 3.5 megapixels up stick very less than megapixels and slowly uh for my kind of work i picked up hd uh, internal from phase 1 a company called phase 1 yeah and uh, denmark where they have been making digital cameras digital backs only not cameras for professional cameras so I bought and tested that. Then uh, now I have a P25 model for my Mamiya EMT 64.4.5, very medium format cameras, medium format digital cameras. Well, that's so. By the way, in the film era, like in the earlier manual cameras, how how would you in film cameras rather? How were megapixel calculations done? Like what mega? Was there even such a thing as a you know? x megapixel camera or film yeah then the, the smaller the uh, sensor at the back yeah the output will be much lesser suppose today what happened is uh, even my granddaughter is taking a camera that i want to shoot from mobile phone yeah photography is gone to that extent where everybody knows photography everybody can click just click and click it became so easy but today those days it's very difficult to get a picture taken by somebody right so that's uh, when you are shooting even those days the smaller like wedding photography you must have seen that 35 mm camera yeah and my camera is 120 mm medium format camera and i was talking about 4 by 5 camera each each film is 4 by 5 inches 4 inches by 5 inches Yes. Oh wow! So each film is that big. So what is the difference is if I put output from that camera lens from that film, I can make banner very crispy and clear. Whereas if I take a 35 mm film, it's four times on my video format film, six by seven or more. Yeah. And six by seven is four times on four by four. so it all depends on the quality crispness and everything the same thing now it has come to the sensors 
when your sensor is small your output is going to be lesser yeah if you are thinking about a big banner then you must go for a video format or digital camera not with 35 mm but today's world that the other part has grown up to be like photoshop and the other people who are developing apps for that particular client they are saying today they are saying if i give me 2.3 mb file size i'll make it into 10 point whatever the size you want without losing on yes. because it is all pixels so they are adding up what pixel then today's one that i'm going with oh yeah yeah see now i'm using a 33 megapixel and i'm like oh i miss my 42 megapixel sony you and the before if you do any photograph out of focus thank you very much nobody can do anything today they say you do out of focus also i'll make it focus sha yeah so things are so much so that we are not able to compete even uh, especially this at uh, 20 15 20 years the growth is tremendous no it's crazy both in both in software and in hardware it's been crazy yeah. that is the problem because today's world today has come so if i am trying to take a photograph and i want modern lights at the background or uh, paris car paris is in background i just like paris background and it gives me poor pictures of the eiffel tower yeah i don't think photoshop should have introduced this like there's a space for ai and gimmickry i don't like photoshop is the photographer's tool i don't think i feel i wish we hadn't introduced you know just add a helicopter in the background or whatever so tell me what was editing like back in the day back in the dark room what all were you doing in the dark room dark room uh even the black and white if you do you have to be very perfect with your developer and then the fixture what i have processed in 1978 i still have the negative proper because there are ways and means of doing the proper way of processing our negative or print and the same thing in color as well as in transparency process also what all can you change like you know in like in terms of exposure brightness contrast what all saturation what all can you change like i heard so much about ansel adams doing dodge and burn yeah, which is not normal doing printing yeah one number two exposure we can control as i told you one test roll if i do and process the test roll i can analyze how my exposure will have to be the same yeah for all the rolls all the film then if i take one roll and then test it i will know whether it is overexposed underexposed or how and the same thing if i am talking about color or transparency process my temperature should be the same for tomorrow if my temperature goes low also i will be losing the exposure so i know how to do manually also but i bought a gobo machine from germany which will do all the process like and white color and i still have that and i can all 35 mm 120 mm and 4 by 5 also i can so was color temperature a factor of the camera the reel or entirely in post in editing in in the dark room rather not post processing one thing i can't change what i am shooting yeah when i'm shooting a film i can't do anything because the total thing is registered on the film but especially to talk about 
சர்டன் சீன் ஃபார் எக்ஸாம்பிள் இப்போ ஐம் டூங் நைட் ஷாட் ஆஃப் அ டோட்டல் ஏரியா ஃபார் எக்ஸாம்பிள் ஒன் ஃபேக்ட்ரி வாட் ஹேப்பன்ஸ் இஸ் த லைட்டிங் இஸ் நாட் டன் ஆல் த பிளேசஸ் சம் பிளேசஸ் மே பி டாக் சம் பிளேசஸ் ஓவர் பர்னிங் ஸோ திங்ஸ் லைக் தட் ஸோ வென் வி ஆர் ஷூட்டிங் வி ஆர் ஷூட்டிங் அட் தேர்ட்டி செகண்ட்ஸ் ஆர் ஒன் மினிட் எக்ஸ்போஷன் இங்கே வீ புட் ஆன் த ஸ்டாண்டர்ட் எக்ஸ்போஸ் ஸோ வென் ஐ எம் ஷூட்டிங் இட் செல் ஐ கேன் சி வேர் தட் ஃபிலிங் வேர் இட் இஸ் கேப்சரிங் தட் மோர் எக்ஸ்போஸ் ஏரியா லைக் த வெரி ப்ரைட் லைட் ஐ வில் ட்ரை டு டாட் வென் இட் இஸ் என்ட்ரிங் இன் டு மை ஃபிலிம் இட் செல் ஐ வில் பி டாட் வென் ஐ எம் எக்ஸ்போஸிங் சேம் திங் பை கவரிங் ஆல் த லைட்டட் பார்ட் இஃப் ஐ கிவ் மோர் எக்ஸ்போஷர் டு த டார்க்கர் பார்ட் I get them more lighted up. So things yeah. like that we play in the dark. That is one way. Another way is when we are doing the printing, for example. Printing we can do. But in transparency, you have to do this kind of dodging and burning when we are shooting itself. Because in printing, of course, same thing we can do, dodging and burning, where it is more light. One print we will be wasting, but it's okay. But the second print, we can try to dodge and burn and try to look correct exposure are all the areas but when you say wasting one print are you doing that before you start using the reel we need to know where to dot what to burn subject yeah realize so that is called a test print so and mostly i don't know what many photographers but for me i had my own dark room i had two three assistants with me so they will be doing the dotting and burning i also know but then uh, my 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 thing is to show and then tell them how it should be what else can you change can you change contrast saturation yes uh, it's all done today's photoshop you know how to yeah all that or uh, we put filters we put filters also i have a small full kit of pokin filters about 40 50 lying with me like filters as in the like the kind of filters the, the glass filters we use today like the cpl filter or the uv contrast will be more on black and white things like that atl something you know like what's fake been those days that i used to filter but uh, there are filters to control contrast and uh, exposure and everything yeah now the advantage with digital is uh, i have shot the size where i i shot yuktamukki uh, i shot momodali uh, boxer not only them but many around the world the advantage or disadvantage is i'll tell you the advantage part if i am shooting your picture and if the art director want the look the smile everything should be perfect like this uh, every shot when he shoot you can immediately see it on the computer yeah right and especially this goes uh, not with the most of the models if i am shooting kids for example they are very naughty and we tell them to give me a good expression they will not so we keep checking but in the digital immediately you will know that when we are shooting okay we got that picture finish but in film we don't know until unless it gets processed and then comes back and what is the advantage of using film once you have digital what is the advantage of using or being on film now if you ask me it waste of time and money on film why waste of time is i can get what i want immediately i am known 
when I see the picture what I shot from yeah. digital. And also for film, I will have to keep on buying film to get one shot, maybe 10 rolls, 3 rolls, 5 rolls. But yeah. in this one, I don't need to. I'll just take out, clean, wipe out the CF card, again shoot on that so many times. That's why nowadays wedding photographers shooting two or the 10,000 shots and then selecting only 800 shots or 600 shots. But if it is going to be the fill-in, they'll have a tough time. Because you'll have to be very perfect with your shot. It's like a sniper shot. Yes. It should be like a sniper shot. But today, randomly they are shooting and then they say, I'm a professional photographer. No, that is not true. They cannot, you know what exactly you are shooting, you should be 10 shots or 200 shots. Finish. Thank you. But it never happens today. Because it's free. It's free and it's like my camera is 10 FPS, which by today's standards is quite low. Like I think the R10 now goes to like some insane, some 120 FPS or something I'm hearing. Wow. Right. I don't even know what to do with 120 frames per second. Like I'll just run out of SD card space and God knows how much time. But even at 10 FPS, I get so much variety in my shots. Is Life is easy. Because I can just keep shooting. There's no risk. There's no downside. And even if I'm shooting moving people, like a lot of movement, some yeah. of the other shot will be great. Right. Yeah, so yeah. No, this also depends. If you put it in program, it should by itself. Like those days automatic. Yeah. It selects itself. So all the options are there. But if they come to manual, they'll have a tough time to see the the photography is depends on what you have in your mind. If I'm shooting you with your background blur, then I should know how to do it. If I want both, both clear, I must know what length of how to do it. Or if I don't want you and the background don't leave, then you should know how to do it. But not many people know how to do it. Especially moving subject like missing or running on horseways, something like that. So I guess there is an advantage to learning on film, right? That it stays with you. You learn the skill once. No, today's world, it's more easier to learn on digital. <laughs> you don't lose anything. It's cheaper. It's Those absolutely not, to, not only that, after taking the shot, I'll have to wait for two days for this video below to pop and give me that. Also, my, my problem, when whenever I was traveling, like whenever I was traveling with the, you know, the earlier, with reels, with the film camera, my problem was I have a roll of 36 shots. I'm on a yes. four or five day trip. So the first two, three days, I'm just preserving. No, no, no. I can't take this shot. I can't take this. I have like, you know, only 20 but, shots left, 19 shots. Last day, I'm like, okay, I still have 15 shots left now. Click, 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 click. I would always, that would always happen with me. Because we are restricted. If not, you'll have to keep on changing the film, roll after roll. Yeah, and, the, and there's a cost to film and there's a cost to developing also. Processing and printing. Yeah. More expensive. That's why... Not many were having cameras those days in India. But today, if you go every house, you've got a digital camera. Yeah, like the first first trek I went for, went for, I came back with some 32, 33 shots. Mm. The last trek I went for, I came back with about 1,500 shots. Mm. That's the difference. So If I travel, I get about 300, 400 shots. Yeah, now I'm learning to discipline myself and not come back with 1,500. I should come back with 300, I think. Too much pain afterwards to edit them all. My point is, if I travel, I will not be going back again to the same place. So I try to get 
as much as possible such that I after I come back, I will select which is correct exposed and sharpness, everything. For example, I was shooting Chandrayaan 3 when it took off. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I sent some more shots I sent. And uh, it was interesting. Because it's not easy, people are pushing so much crowd that <laughs> in Sri Harikota. So it was fun, but I got good shots. I sent and uh, I still have something to send out. Oh, that's amazing. I have so much that I love to, India itself, I have so much to work and keep sending for you in uh, stock shots. And I, by the way, do you still have all the equipment you've talked about? All the? The Mamiya camera. Yes, I still have it. I still have the Velos camera also. 1950s. Uh, this is 1950s. Then they brought it into a latest style by which each tuning is done by like a radio tuning. The angle of the uh, front standard and back standard is more like that. So these two are left to be perfect. They're only you get the sharpness and focus. If I go like this, then the sharpness goes up. With standard, I love to be the same standard, back standard. Where the feeling is there. And these are all venom. So it will be like a snake. It will be moving up and down anyway. And the other one is uh, digital, sorry, Mamiya AFD. And I'll also show you the latest one which I use nowadays. Uh, Mamiya 4.5 camera, which is battery operated. And with my digital back, I'll show you the digital back also, the sensor. How big this is comparing to uh, 35mm physical No, this will be fascinating. It's been, a, it's been a fantastic history lesson for me. And also now <laughs> I appreciate my Sony A7 IV much more. It makes my life so easy. I will never complain about it ever again. So thank you so much, Mr. Narayan Swami. This has been a fantastic discussion. Okay, thank you. Thank you for joining us. And everyone else, thank you for watching uh, and hearing on Spotify. If that's where you are right now. Unfortunately, you won't be able to see the clips on Spotify, the photos. So watch us on YouTube. See you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.